Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. Yes, that could mean you too. The workouts have been designed to fit into your life so you can move when you can. The 15 minutes you can squeeze in before work. The 20 minutes you get to yourself while the baby naps. The half hour you can spare at lunch. There's a routine for you no matter what your day looks like. A reminder as well, this is included in your Mum Mia subscription. If you are a Mum Mia subscriber, you already have access to Move. Download the Move app and log in with your Mum Mia login. Head to move.mamamia.com.au and use code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of land and waters that this podcast is recorded on. From Mamma Mia, welcome to The Spill, your daily pop culture fix. I'm Key Reese. And I'm Laura Brodnick. And LB, what a day, what a time to be alive. What is it, Thursday? <laughs> it's so funny because on your maternity leave, I was like, I actually miss Key, like, marking the passage of time by yes. being so excited every day. It's Wednesday, it's Thursday. You extra buzz because you're wearing, like, double denim, you've got a coffee. You look like the youth. Oh, thank you so much. I have been trying. As an elder millennial, I have been trying to fit in with the youths at work. But, of course, I'm bringing the vibes because it's VPR finale day. Oh, that's right. This is Reunion such a, day, I should that's say. such a special day for you and your people. I'm it sorry. Is, As you is. know, it's not for me, but I respect this important yep. day for you and your people. Just no one talk to me after 1.30pm because I have to block out the world. Otherwise, I see oh, sure. spoilers. People tell me things. I don't want to so know. So you be dashing out of the office or are you going to come set up this camp yes. in the pod studio to watch I it? I have an emergency. I must go home. <laughs> I knew there was a reason I didn't want to make plans with you tonight. You had something else on. Exactly. Thursdays, no plans for me. Well, on to the news of the day, the real news of the day. Abby Chatfield has taken to her socials to call out the one misogynistic question she is continuously asked while she's doing press for her unbelievably incredible new show out on Binge, F-Boy Island. If you haven't watched it, watch it now. But is there something to be said about why the question's being asked? We'll let you know after we get through these entertainment news headlines of the day. I have news. What's the hot gas? I want more headlines. Jumping into the TV news of the day, I feel like this information got a little lost in the whole like blob around the fact that Kim Cattrall is returning to and just like that for literally a five second cameo, but we'll take what we can get. But what's super interesting is that she also has a big new Netflix series of which she's the lead coming out on the same day. And now a lot of people are thinking, is that strategic? To which I say, I don't think she has complete power over when Netflix drops their shows and over binge drops their shows or maybe someone in the Netflix office is thinking do we cash in I think someone there is a little petty and they're like let's do this yeah exactly that is how the Netflix machine works we want to give a bit of time to this show as much as we've given to in just like that because the trailer has just come out so in it Kim Cattrall is the head of a beloved beauty brand glamorous and her name is Madeline but it's spelled m-a-d-o-l-y-n Madeline Madolin. Madolin Addison. It's probably just pronounced Madeline, but you know, that's how it reads. And she hires this young, very cool, gender non-conforming queer man called Marco Magina, played by Miss Benny, to help come in and revitalize her glamorous beauty brand. And it's been called the new TV spin on The Devil Wears Prada. Ooh. Hey guys, it's me, Marco. And makeup is my life. I got you a job. I already have a job. You got to join the real world. It's all yours. 
You're literally Madeline Addison. What do I do? Do I bow? I'll bow. Please don't. Why does the supermodel of the world start a makeup empire? Because nobody thought I could. I know someone who might be hiring. Talk about way to save a year. Like that (laughs) trailer just went 2023. Amazing. For me, it was giving the queer, bold type kind of vibes, which I'm so excited about because like, yeah, of course, this is what I want to see on screens. And I'm so excited for the little gays, days and thems to watch. Exactly. So that's coming out June 22, same day and just like that. But you know what? That's okay because I need more TV shows like this. Like I'll take them both and I'll probably rewatch them on the weekend because that's what I do. On to some salacious news. Late last week, French outlet Voicey reported that the husband of Oscar-winning actor Natalie Portman, who is dancer and choreographer Benjamin Millipee, has allegedly cheated on his wife of 11 years with a 25-year-old climate activist called Camille Etienne. So in the article, it alleges that Natalie found out about this alleged affair. I have to say alleged about (laughs) 20,000 times in this. But they also did include some images of Benjamin and Camille entering his Paris office separately and then exiting two hours later, 10 minutes apart. And this is in the last week of May, so recently. So as the news broke, a source was very quick to reveal to People magazine that the couple who share two kids together remain together, saying, quote, he knows he's made an enormous mistake and he's doing all he can to get Natalie to forgive him and keep their family together. Natalie is incredibly private and has no intention of this playing out in the media. Her biggest priority is protecting her children and their privacy. So on the record, reps for the fiercely private couple have not responded to comments directly But a week after this news broke, many people believe that Natalie has made quite a pointed statement by saying nothing at all. So she attended the French Open yesterday with friends. She was all smiles, dressed immaculately, but she was pictured flashing her wedding ring a lot and doing the old like on the chest, in the hand, ha, 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 ha. And I know that it sounds a bit tabloidy, but the pictures kind of do paint a little bit of a like I'm acknowledging what's happening but not really acknowledging it. But, Elby, you had a really interesting theory on this whole situation and how it's played out, and I do actually think you're spot on. Can you please indulge us a little bit? Oh, sure. I mean, it's going to sound stupid when I say it out loud, but this is the stuff we talk about in the pod. So, obviously, horrible news. We never want to hear about anyone being cheated on. But as this was kind of been playing out in these, like, magazine behind-the-scenes way, this particular, like, cheating scandal, even though it hasn't blown up like a normal cheating scandal, and I think that's because it's almost playing out in a very, very old-school way, mm-hmm. whereas there hasn't been, like, a lot of online rumours, there haven't been sightings. I mean, there's been paparazzi photos, but there hasn't been that online swirling of how a cheating scandal for celebrities unfolds nowadays to how it did like even like 10, 15 years ago when it was very much magazine weekly kind of base. And this feels like it's rolling out. Even just the language used and the way it's played out and when everything's coming, it feels very old school in the terms of like this whole scandal broke and all this language is being used to say that he definitely cheated. This is what happened. They're in scandal. They're in turmoil. And then a report came out saying that Natalie is willing to fight for their marriage and forgive him. And these are all the kind of headlines we used to see like swirl around like a Jennifer Aniston and a Brad Pitt back in the day instead of the more curated way that celebrity breakups happen now. I mean, they're only in their, what, like 40s, but obviously that's older than like TikTokers breaking up nowadays. And I also wonder if it's because Natalie Portman in particular is very, very private Mm. and maybe that has something to do. Also, a lot of celebs are, so I'm not sure why it's particularly playing out this way. Maybe because there's this kind of like sheen of prestige around her and then she's kind of got her team to 
do the classic celebrity thing of releasing like a, a statement to people but not saying it's from them. But then because of that, these other big, you know, stories are swirling around because we've gone from the cheating scandal to he's apologised to she kicked him out to they're now working on their marriage to now she's in an event flashing her wedding ring within a number of days. It's like it's a paint-by-numbers cheating scandal. A paint-by-numbers yeah, cheating like, scandal. Yeah, it's like do this, one, two, three, all that sort of way. I love that <laughs> analogy because it is so true. But I think the other thing is that there's this other story that's been running side-by-side side with it about how they got together. And I think the fact that that hasn't blown up also shows that they do have a strange amount of control over this, that it hasn't become this like endless tabloid fodder. And maybe, again, that's because Natalie Portman is not someone you'd normally associate with like a whole bunch of Daily Mail and Page Six headlines. So she's been able to kind of skirt around it. But there were a lot of accusations at the time. I guess maybe some people say they weren't accusations. It's fact that he cheated on his longtime living girlfriend with Natalie Portman when they were I working yeah, on Black Swan. Yeah. And that's how they got together. So they got together in a cloud of controversy. But because like she was this kind of prestige actor in the Oscar race, that never blew up in the tabloids the way it would for a different couple. Mm. And so I do think it's really shitty that people are saying, well, they got together under like a cheating scandal and now she's facing a cheating scandal serves oh, her right. You get which obviously you, you lose them how you caught him. Is that stupid oh, thing that, that people is, say? Yeah, a wild saying. But that's kind of what's feeding into this. I know it kind of is everywhere. Maybe we're just seeing it more because we're looking at these outlets because of our jobs, but I don't think it's blown up in the same way. And I think it's so telling that she's at an event showing off her wedding ring in a way that she has never done before. <laughs> Abby Chatfield, who was host of the new binge series F-Boy Island, maybe you've heard of it, we've run quite a bit of coverage, including a little bit. extensive behind-the-scenes investigative look, put up a series of posts on both her Instagram account last night and her Twitter talking about the one question that she's continually asked by the press, which I guess is us in this case, while she's been on the show and calling out how problematic it is. So basically she said, I can't believe I have to do this, but it keeps coming up. The question I keep getting asked is, were you keen on slash did you want to fuck any of the contestants? Were you tempted? Did you use the show as your own way to meet guys? And then she went on to say, the answer is clearly no. And as the host of a reality TV format, I would presume that is obvious. It's my job to host the show. No other part of me enters the arena expecting a romantic connection. And then she went on to say, just to be extra clear, I'm not resisting a feeling. It does not exist. I'm the host and I hold myself to a level of professionalism that, in my opinion, is very basic. Don't try to. Don't want to fuck contestants, double question mark. And then she went on to say that it's the one question she's been asked. She also said she's not calling out any particular journalist for asking her this question. It's just been very consistent since she was announced as the host right through now to as the show is airing and just asked for that question not to be put out there. She also wanted to say that she doesn't think that any other host would get asked that line of questioning, in particular Osha Gunsberg, who has been the longtime host of The Bachelor, which is, of course, the franchise that we first saw her. Yeah, I thought this was really interesting and I think that it's probably a little bit more layered than we realise. She goes on to say later in like a follow-up post that Osha had actually reached out to her and confirmed that in the early days of The Bachelor, he did also get asked those questions. So she corrected herself and then said it's pretty shit that both of us have had to answer these questions, you know, a decade apart or whatever. But what really stood out to me was the professionalism bit of it because I think what happens with Abby and I think that probably where some of her frustration comes from because, yeah, it's a shitty question, but she's young, she's hot, she's single. It kind of makes sense. Where I feel the frustration come from is I think because so often – 
the way that she got her start on The Bachelor and being kind of put as this like sexual villain then carried on into her starting her career. And she really used that to her advantage in owning her sexuality and being really sex positive and that's become a part of her and she likes to talk about sex but it's also like sometimes when people talk about sex people want to continually ask them questions about their overarching personality trait they're just this one thing yeah and I think that that's where the frustration comes from because I think she's like guys I'm hosting a show I'm a girl's girl I'm here for these chicks and you're asking me like do I want to fuck these guys and I think that's why she finds it offensive because it kind of undermines all of the work that she's done in the past, I don't know, five or six years since she's been off the show to become a legitimate media personality and she still has to answer questions like that. So I think that's where her frustration comes from. Like she wants to be seen as a professional because she is. Like she's so good on this show and then she's having to answer this question. It's a bit annoying. Yeah, exactly. And on the Osha thing was interesting because obviously like that was something that was in the thread of the comments a lot where people were saying, yeah, Osha never gets asked this. And then she put up a story later saying, I've since learned that he did get asked in the very early days of The Bachelor. And then she made a really good point, which is kind of what I was thinking before I got to this part of what she was saying is that that doesn't make it better. It actually makes it worse that over 10 years, the line of questioning hasn't changed oh, totally, yeah. in this case. And I think also what she's saying about the professional professionalism and the fact that there's a power imbalance because that's the other thing too like I'm sure it's very easy to be like oh it must be so tough hosting a tv show and being asked this one question about having sex with contestants like get over it it's very kind of irrelevant to what's going yeah, on people are dying Abby yes. is what the undertone <laughs> yeah. of the thing right in a, in a Kourtney Kardashian yeah. deadpan voice <laughs> If that was to happen, it would really put kind of a tinge over the entire show because she's the host and you've got contestants there who are there for a very specific reason. And yes, it's F-Boy Island and yes, like people are encouraged to like make out and do a few devious things. But if you had the host of the show hitting on contestants, if we were alluding to the fact that a man was hitting on contestants behind the scenes of a show, that would blow up to be this kind of big sexual predator thing Totally, in many cases. So I can see why she's like, don't kind of put me in that corner of being unprofessional that on a set where there is a power imbalance because she's the host, she's the face of the show. If she were there hitting on contestants, that's not part of the show. So it would be happening away from the cameras. That really does call into question her professionalism. So I understand why she was really angry that people would even allude to that. And I'm not excusing this line of questioning at all, but it is a very kind of easy line of questioning for I think some journalists to ask in this case and I think it was really telling because she does say at the top of this it's very hard to offend me in an interview with a question which you know we've had Abby on the show many many times I don't think we've ever asked her anything that's we're trying to like get a provocative response from Mm her the thing is if she did answer it in any way that alluded to the fact that it was a yes like that is a very clicky headline and that's the kind of big scandalous sexy quote-unquote headline that you'd want for this show to get people to click into it. I've got to say though, like I'm not saying this to like absolve myself from anything, but it like never occurred to me when I interviewed her for F Boy Island to ask her that question. Not because I'm a good person, because I'm trash sometimes. You know this about me. <laughs> I didn't say it. You said it. <laughs> and there's some questions I was like, oh God, I'd love to ask this, but I might get in trouble. Or I know this is like a bit of a temperamental question, but I'm going to weave it in. But it didn't even occur to me to ask that to her because it didn't even cross my mind that that could be the case. I think the other really interesting thing about it is like before the show even came out, there was a lot of controversy. Like a lot of people in Australian media were making assumptions about what the show was going to be based on what had happened on the other franchises. Or even just the name of the show. Or even just the name of the show. And she came out and said like, guys, come on, like 
I'm not going to say yes to hosting a show if it's terrible. Like Where just, women get treated yeah, like trash. Yeah, just like that's <laughs> yeah. literally everything I stand against. Mm. That's kind of her vibe of it. The show's come out and if you do watch it, it is a complete kind of role reversal and it is a completely different way of a dating show and I think it is really great. But I think that also it seems to me that she's really protective over the show because she's really proud of it. Yeah. So once again being asked a question like, oh, hey, did you think about fucking the contestants? It's like, again, undermining it when yeah. it's like a, such a strong concept for a show and she really truly believes in it. Like she even today she's like, I'm so sorry, I just have to, it's like a full-time F-Boy Island content fest right now for yeah. me. Like I'm proud of the show. So I think that's another element in it. Like imagine if you had something and you're really keen to talk about it and then people are just like, so were you trying to have sex with them? And it's like, no, this is my job. Yeah, and I wonder if other women who are hosting dating shows in Australia, well, I mean, it's mostly men, that's the thing. That's but the there thing. are, I'd be interested to know if like Samantha Armitage on Farmer Wants Wife. They'd be like, we well, already married to a farmer. Yeah, you're married hitting to on one. these farmers. Like, you haven't heard that, but like, is that a question? There were a few other um, Australian female TV hosts jumping into the comments, either being supportive or saying, like, you know, it's really shit that this is happening. So, like, Melissa Leong from MasterChef, who you would assume isn't getting asked the question that she's hitting on fellow chefs, but well, again, you never know. Again, that would be a salacious headline if she said yes. Mel Schelling from Married at First Sight was saying, I've been asked this absurd question before, too, and you're a response here is perfect. We are professionals who happen to work in the dating industry, which doesn't mean we participate in the dating, which you know is very much the point. It's interesting that she's getting asked that question as well. Well, yeah. And I also think that that's a thing of like, there's a little bit of snobbery, I think, happening within media because exactly like, of course, Melissa Leong is on a cooking show. So it's not the same. We're not comparing apples yeah. and apples. We're comparing apples and gnashy pears or yeah. something. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But like, there's like a level of questioning that would never come with a prestigious show like MasterChef, but because dating shows are perceived to be, you know, the fluff, lower tier. Yeah. Even though that's what everyone smutty, watches. Yeah. yeah. But I think that like the level of respect maybe needs to rise yeah. a little bit. Especially because these dating shows, even like Married at First Sight and like F-Boy Island and stuff, they're the ones that give us these launch pads to have these bigger, broader societal conversations. Like, yes, there's a lot of smut and trash like rolled into dating shows, even The Bachelor and stuff. Like that's just the format of TV. But they do give us this launching pad for bigger conversations. So it's interesting what you're saying that they're kind of seen as sometimes as the tier where you can get in with like a question that you wouldn't ask to someone hosting a different show. Totally. So anyway, if you want to watch F-Boy Island, which I'm sure most of you are, it's on Big are dropping two episodes a week. We're also recapping them on the side. Our friend Chelsea McLaughlin's doing a few no bit of way. funny, funny recapping. So we'll link those in the show notes as well. Well, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. This episode of The Spill was produced by Laura Brodnick with audio production by Leah Porges and our executive producer is Gia Moylan. We'll see you on mamamia.com.au and The Spill Instagram. Bye. Bye. Bye.